the people that win are the people that take that failure and they're like, oh yeah, let me show you. I'm going to use this as fuel. And they take that rejection and they flip it around and they make a plan out of it and they turn it into a yes. So what's the next step that you need to take to get a yes from that note? What if today was the day that you dared yourself to do what you've always wanted? Welcome to the I Dare You podcast. I'm your host, Jen Gottlieb. And together, we're going to step outside of our comfort zones and into our best lives one dare at a time. So come on, I dare you to dive right on in. What's up, family? How you doing? Welcome back to another episode of the I Dare You podcast, where we're leaving our comfort zones and we are entering our best lives one dare at a time. I hope you liked how I, how I, that rendition of my podcast introduction for today. Anyways, we're back in the closet. And today, I, I don't necessarily want to be in this closet right now, actually, uh, because there's a lot of dirty laundry uh, pouring out of this hamper right now, and it doesn't smell so good. So the moment I get done with this, I'm going to be doing the laundry. Or I'm going to be taking the laundry out of this closet and putting it in front of the washing machine, and we'll see if the laundry actually gets done. Yeah, I digress. All right. I, I told you I was going to let you into the realness of my life. And so welcome to the realness of my life. Anyways, we got a good topic for you today. It's 7.15 p.m. Oh my God, it's not even anymore. It's like 7.20 p.m. Last I looked at the clock, it was 7.15. And I just got back from a walk and walking is my number one way of getting inspired. By the way, I will do an entire podcast all about walks and how powerful walks are and how to do a wonder walk and how to use a walk to fix any problem. That's another totally different topic, but I love walking. I take a walk every day. And if the weather is not nice enough for me to take a walk outside, I walk on the treadmill. I have a treadmill desk. And if you've watched my Instagram, many of you, you know, I have to actually clear this up. Many of you watch my Instagram and you think that I have a treadmill, like an actual treadmill desk, like my desk is attached to a treadmill. It is not. I have a standing desk. And then last year for Hanukkah, I asked Chris to buy me one of those little tiny baby treadmills where it's just kind of like a like a conveyor belt that you put on the floor from Amazon. And that's what I have underneath my standing desk. It's super easy to create that. And I just love walking while I'm on an hour call because I just, I get, I'll get all my steps in in that one hour and also get a call or a meeting done at the same time. I mean, it's a win, win, win. Plus, I feel like when I'm moving, I get better ideas. I'm more in flow. I have more energy running through my body. It's just the greatest. So anyways, I was walking along the river just now, and I, I, I remembered that I promised you guys that I would do a podcast all about rejection. And I, this really came to me two days ago because I got the, the funniest email ever. And I say that it's funny because in the moment it stung. I'm not going to lie. It, it stung. And then after it stung and it hurt a little bit, I laughed a little bit. And then I immediately screenshotted it and sent it to Chris and said, I want us to save this because I know for certain that we are going to laugh so hard at this one day when it's the opposite of this situation. Let me explain. So I told you I was going to do a podcast all about rejection, how to make friends with rejection, and how to absolutely love getting rejected. Because if you can love getting rejected, or maybe not necessarily love it, but understand that it is for you and figure out how to make it for you every single time, we're going to have a lot less fear of taking action and trying new things because rejection is not going to hurt as bad. I have a lot of practice with rejection because I'm a former actress, meaning I'm a former professional auditioner. 
Okay. So that I, like I used to walk into 10 rooms a day and get rejected 10 times a day, maybe more. Every room I went into, no, you're not good enough. You're not pretty enough. You're not tall enough. You're not, your voice isn't this enough. Your dance moves aren't that enough. You, your hair isn't blonde enough. You're, you are just not the personality that we're looking for anything. I was just getting rejected left and right and left and right. So I've become professional at getting rejected. So let me get back to the story that happened a couple days ago. I think my fiance's home. Um, so I, I get an email and it was just, I was waiting and wanting to get this very, very specific stage and it was a no. And guys, I've gotten a lot of those emails over the past year, especially because my goal has been to be speaking and being seen and creating content and being out there and being omnipresent. And my main goal is to be speaking. My goal is to be the number one motivational speaker in the world. And it's even scary for me to say that to you because that opens me up for a hell of a lot of rejection and a hell of a lot of very, very public failure if I don't accomplish that goal. But I know that I need to consistently say it out loud in order to open up opportunities that I might not know even exist if I don't say it out loud. So I always tell people, even if you're scared to say what you really want, just say it, just say it out loud. Because the more that you say it, the more opportunities you could be creating because you never know who's listening. Anyways, so I didn't get a stage that I wanted and I, I've been not getting stages that I want all year long. However, I'm really, really good at hearing no now because I immediately use that no as fuel to find another yes. And so Today, I want to give you a couple of tips that you can use to make rejection your bestie, literally to make friends with rejection. Because as I said earlier, if you can learn to love rejection or even just like it a little bit and be okay with it and not make it a huge deal when you get rejected and immediately flip it around and use it as fuel to get the next yes, you're going to be so much more empowered to take action and get what you want, which is what all of this is about this podcast. If you're listening to this, you're someone with a goal and you want to accomplish it. So we need to get better at being rejected because that is the name of the game if you're putting yourself out there. If you are not getting rejected, you might be playing it a little bit too safe. You might not be putting yourself out there enough. I'm just saying, because in order to get that win, you need to hear a few no's. And the win doesn't even feel as good if you didn't hear some no's before the win, right? If you got yeses all the time and you got no no's, it wouldn't be as exciting when you get the yeses. So we love the contrast. All right. So what do I do when I get rejected? Well, I have a couple of tips for you. Tip number one is the first thing that I do is I remember that every rejection in my life has always been for me. And the way that I do that is I think back to all the times that I've been rejected and I think of what the hidden yes was in that rejection. Because no matter what, every no is secretly a yes in disguise. It is. If you, th if you like look back at your life now and you think of every time you were rejected, maybe a guy you liked or a girl you liked that really – that. Uh, rejected you and said they didn't want to be with you, you could probably look back now and say, wow, that was the best thing ever because if they said yes, I wouldn't end up with my soulmate that I'm with now or I wouldn't have the life that I have now or I wouldn't have the apartment that I have now or the home that I have now or the dog that I have now. It's always for you. You just don't know in the moment why. So every time you hear that no, it is secretly a yes. You're not going to know in that moment what the yes is, but you get to find out the yes later. So my best way to deal with rejection when I experience it is to think back to all of the other no's or I highlight like two or three no's that I've gotten and why they were secretly a yes to remind myself that every no is just a yes in disguise. I just don't know the yes in that moment. So what you can do right now is you could even write down a couple of times that you got rejected in your life, like maybe the biggest rejections ever. Write them down 
And then next to them, write, write down a no and a yes. And so write down what the no was, what the rejection was, what somebody said to you or what you didn't get or the stage you didn't book or the sale you didn't land. And then write down why it actually was a yes. What ended up happening as a result of that no that ended up being something really great? What did that lead you to? So maybe that that sale didn't close, but because that sale didn't close, you did something differently on the next sales call and that taught you to how to do your sales differently and then you closed five more deals, right? Or maybe that person rejecting you that you really liked, that you fell in love with, that led you to meeting your future husband or your future wife, your future life partner. So I want you to, Think about three, Think about three rejections that you've gotten, write the no, and then the secret hidden yes. And that's going to help you just remind you every time you get that sting of that no, that it is secretly a yes. So that's one of the tips. And then my second tip is to make sure that you feel the feelings. I am so guilty of being that person that would get rejected and then I would just immediately try to numb out and not feel the feelings and do whatever I had to do, just personal development myself out of feeling sad. So I would like, nope, you can't feel sad. Go and go shopping or go scroll Instagram or go eat something or, you know, like totally ignore the feelings. Do anything else under the sun. For me, maybe it's like, look at Street Easy. That's a, an app online that I look at when I want to numb out. I have my ways of numbing out. I think we all do. And I never wanted to fully experience the feeling of rejection, especially for me, because I have a lot of trauma around it from all the rejection I experienced when I was younger and I was an actress. But that was a mistake because every time you don't fully feel the sting of the rejection, you're kind of telling your subconscious that you're not capable of feeling those feelings and you can't get better at feeling the feelings. So every time rejection comes, it's going to suck. And you're, you're gonna, those feelings are going to go somewhere. That energy is going to go somewhere. It's going to end up and turn into resentment or turn into anger that's going to manifest in all kinds of different ways. For me, it, started, it starts to manifest as like gut issues or being angry at certain things where I don't know, I'm, I don't know why I'm angry at that thing or uh, frustration. And it, you need to be able to feel and process the feelings in order to learn the lesson that you need to learn from that specific rejection or that specific failure. So I've changed up my ways and I give myself a feelings container. Now, please, no, I am not a psychologist, psychiatrist or therapist or a mental health expert in any way. These are just the tools that have worked for me as being someone that puts themselves out there consistently and gets rejected a lot. So I tell myself, okay, I'm gonna feel the sting of this rejection for the next 48 hours next 24 hours, however long I need to feel it for. If it's a big rejection, maybe it's a longer time, but I give myself that bucket and I say, I'm going to feel these feelings. I'm going to sit with them and I'm going to prove to myself that I can, I can sit with this discomfort. It's going to be uncomfortable. It's going to suck. It's going to sting, but I'm going to trust that time never stops. I'm going to trust that this, this discomfort is only temporary and I'm going to move through it. And when my, my day is over of feeling the discomfort, I'm going to bounce back and I'm going to use my third tip, which I'm about to give you. So I give myself that container of time and that makes me feel safe. It makes me feel safe to feel my feelings, experience them and know that I'm going to give an end to that. And then as soon as I'm done experiencing those feelings, moving through them, processing them, journaling about them, maybe crying, maybe punching a pillow, maybe going for an angry workout or a run, whatever I need to do at the other side of that, then I'm going to snap into, okay, here's the modes. Uh, here's the mode that I need to be in right now to reverse this rejection and turn it into a yes. So let's review. So first we're going to remember all the times that our no's were secretly yeses. So we are reminded that every no is secretly a yes. 
then you're going to process your feelings. You're going to put them in a feelings container and you're going to give yourself a day or two days or an hour or three hours where you're going to feel them and you're going to journal about it or you're just going to go for a walk about it or you're going to cry about it or you're going to tell a friend about it and you're actually going to process them and you're going to feel the feelings of rejection because again, we talked about contrast at the beginning. If you're not feeling the contrast, you're not feeling the rejection, the wins and the yeses aren't going to feel as good. And also, every time you feel discomfort and you experience a little bit of pain, you tell your subconscious that you can take care of yourself and it's okay and you can get through it and you can get through to the other side. And that's how we slowly but surely get better at being rejected. Okay, let's move on to the third tip, which I think is the most important one because we don't want to sit in the feelings for too long. We want to feel them, we want to process them, but then we want to take this rejection and we want to use it as fuel to go and get the damn thing that we want. Okay, so... Every no is secretly a yes. And what does that mean? That means that we need to find the way to get the yes. So that means that the third step is to develop a plan. So look at the rejection. Look at what, where, was you, where were you responsible for? What were you responsible for for this rejection? And what were you not responsible for for this rejection? Sometimes rejection is not, it has nothing to do with you. When I was an actress, I got rejected a hell of a lot for reasons that I could not control. The color of my hair or my height or my face, <laughs> the way that I looked, the way my voice sounded. I couldn't control any of those things. But now as an entrepreneur, sometimes I don't get something or I don't land a sale or I don't land a stage or a speaking engagement or something because of something that I can control and something that I can improve or something that I can do differently. So I dissect the situation. I figure out what I can learn from that situation because every single failure or rejection is just growth, an opportunity for growth. Let me take that back. It's an opportunity for growth uh, because it doesn't. Ha if you don't take it as an opportunity and actually use it to learn the lesson there, then it isn't growth. It's only an, op an opportunity for it. So what's the plan? What's the plan? How are you going to take that no and turn it into a yes? And this, I think, is what makes people successful. It's what separates the winners from the people that just stay the same all the time. Because the people that win are the people that take that failure and they're like, oh yeah, let me show you. I'm going to use this as fuel. And they take that rejection and they flip it around and they make a plan out of it and they turn it into a yes. So what's the next step that you need to take to get a yes from that no? Do you need to repitch? Do you need to send out a new pitch to somebody else? Do you need to redo your sales call? Do you need to, I don't know, um, write a new email? Do you need to do something a little differently? What is the plan going forward? And what can you learn from that rejection to be able to make it a yes and make it a win on the other side? I promise you that if you do these steps, if you remember that all of your no's are secretly for you and secretly yeses so that you can be like, okay, I got this. You feel the damn feelings, so you prove to yourself that you can experience a little bit of discomfort and get to the other side, and you are A-OK. -okay. And then you formulate a plan to make the next go at it a hell of a lot better. You will turn every rejection into a win. And not only will you turn it into a tangible, actionable, actionable, tactical win that you will get on the other side, you also turn it into the win of you being just so freaking strong and able to handle any rejection that comes your way. And when you have the ability to handle any rejection that comes your way and you have less fear of being rejected, you will take more action. You will be more empowered. You will be seen more. You will be more visible because at the end of the day, we don't really fear failure. We fear people seeing us fail and rejecting us as a result. That's the fear. So if rejection doesn't bother us as much because we know that we have the tools, that we are equipped to move through that rejection in a really powerful way and turn it into a win, 
we have the ultimate freedom to go and create the shit that we want to create in this world. <sighs> so I hope that you got value out of this podcast. And I want you to let me know. So shoot me a DM today. Shoot me a DM. And, and here's, here's your dare of the day. We got to give you, leave you with a powerful dare of the day. I dare you to do that exercise that I said in the beginning. I want you to write down three times you heard no, three times you got rejected in your life. And I want you to then write down next to them why they were secretly a yes to something else. Okay, do that. And then I want you to DM me and share with me that experience and how that was for you and, and how you turned your rejections into a no. And if you want to share that and tag me on stories, I would love that so that we can share each other and you can practice being more seen and being more visible. And I would guarantee you that you sharing your rejection and how you turned it into a yes is going to inspire and motivate somebody else out there. So I dare you, I dare you to write down those three no's, how you turn them into yeses, how they secretly were for you, and then send them to me and go ahead, extra credit, share them on social, tag me at Jen underscore Gottlieb. Go for it. I dare you. And huh, man, this was a good one. I will see you next time on the I Dare You podcast. Love you so much. So grateful for you. Don't forget to subscribe, tell a friend, and I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the I Dare You podcast. I'm so grateful you chose to spend this time with me, but I'm even more grateful for your future self that you are building one dare at a time. So my first dare for you is to subscribe to the show and then share it with a friend who you think needs to step a little bit more outside their comfort zone and into their best lives. They'll thank you for it. I'll see you next time on the I Dare You podcast. <laughs>